turn to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 11. And we're going to begin at verse 20. Mark 11. Beginning at verse 20. chapter 11 beginning at verse 20 and in the morning as they passed by they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots and Peter calling to remembrance saith unto him master behold the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and he, and be thou cast into the sea shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith and by the help of the Holy Ghost this morning I want to minister on this thought faith that moves the mountain. Faith that moves the mountain. Let's put down our Bibles and let's lift up our hands and let's call upon the name of the Lord. Dear God, we love you, Jesus. We give you the honor, we give you the glory this day. We thank you, dear God, for another opportunity to stand in your house. Oh Lord, and to come, dear God, lifting up your name, oh Lord, in spirit and in truth, oh God. Lord, we don't take this time for granted, oh Lord. Oh Lord, we know that it's a wonderful opportunity, dear God, to draw close to you, dear Lord, and that you would draw nigh unto us, oh Lord, and begin to minister to our weary and our troubled hearts, dear God. We love you, Jesus. We give you all of the honor, dear Lord. Help us, dear God. Increase our faith, oh Lord, in your word. Dear God, in your plan, in the power of your spirit, oh great God. Oh, we need you more than ever, dear Lord. We can do nothing without you. We give you all of the praise and we give you all of the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody say amen. You can be seated this morning in the house of the Lord. In reading the Word of God, you'll find out that there is a key ingredient that is needed in order to receive anything from God. In order to receive what it is that you are hoping for, that you are longing for, 
and that you are wanting to come to pass, there is something that we all need and cannot go without. And that one thing is, is faith. You'll read throughout the Bible, and all throughout the Bible, even in the Old Testament under that Old Covenant, you'll find out that it was important important that one believed in what God was saying and what God was calling them to do. God calls Abraham, and you will find out that he tells Abraham to leave from what is familiar to him. And in that time, what was familiar to Abraham was his family. It was his upbringing. It was what he knew for so long. I'll tell you, in order to depart and turn your back and to leave some things that God is telling you to turn away from, it takes faith in what God is saying. Oftentimes, people hold on to things that God will and desires for them to let go of. That they hold on to those things or that they hold on to people. And in them holding on to those things and rejecting and resisting what God is trying to do and what God is trying to accomplish in their life, they are showing that they lack faith. You're showing that they don't believe that God can really do what He says. That God's Word is powerful enough. And that God's Spirit will carry them through every trial, through every test. And so, in order to get anywhere with God, amen, in order to see some things, amen, be turned around in my life, I must have faith. In what God's word is saying. And God calls Abraham and tells Abraham to leave. And Abraham, he gets up and he leaves. Um, And the Bible says that God begins to bless him. God, in in Abraham's old age, God blesses him and Sarah with a, a child. Amen. That it took faith for them to believe what God was saying. And that faith brought to pass, amen, that wonderful blessing. But God calls him and tells him to take that child, amen, and to sacrifice that child. You'll find out that it took faith, amen, while he was up there on that mountain, amen, getting ready, amen, and he had gotten to a place and to a point, amen, where he just believed that God is not a liar, amen, God said that through this child I would be blessed and there's some things that is going to happen but whatever God said is going to come to pass. Amen. And you'll find out that God stopped him on top of that mountain from sacrificing his only begotten son. Amen. And the Bible tells us that from that day you read in the book of James the Bible tells us that that day, amen, that it was wrought unto him as righteousness, amen, that God, that through his actions, amen, what he did, amen, it showed 
that he believed God, amen, and that God is not a lie, man that he should lie, and that if God said it, it's going to come to pass. Can I tell you this morning, I'm feeling the hold on to my faith, amen. You'll find out that the devil will love to rob, he will love to tear down, he will love to cause you to cast away your faith in God and begin to believe in yourself and begin to start trying to work it out and figure it out on your own. But this morning, amen, I stand here knowing that without faith in God, we cannot accomplish anything, amen. Without faith in God's Word and what God is telling us, I must keep my faith in where it belongs, amen. And this morning, my faith belongs in the Almighty God, amen. I'm here this morning in faith, amen, because I believe that my word is in the house this morning, amen. I believe that I come in here and I get involved in the service, I lift up my hands and I begin to lift up my voice and I begin to call upon the name that is greater than any other name. I believe that God will begin to move on my mind and on my heart and I may came in way down, amen, but by faith I believe by the time I leave here that heaven Lord will be lifted off of my shoulders. I'll be able to lift my head up. I'll be able to lift up my hands. I'll be able to lift up my voice and let the devil know you don't have control over me. Amen. You will not control how I think. Amen. Why? Because this is the day that the Lord has made. And I don't know about anybody else, but I'm determined that I'm going to rejoice in it. I'm going to be That God has allowed me to see. You can be seated this morning. And so it takes faith. It takes faith to come in and push aside everything that's going on. And all the things that are coming against your heart and your mind. And say, Lord, I believe in what your word says. It takes faith to look at the obstacle, amen. To look at the barrier, amen, that is standing before you, amen, and say, you know what? I know this is a huge task, amen. I know this is a big problem, amen, but I believe, amen, that God can get me through this, amen. Can I tell you that this morning, I'm going to just speak in faith, amen. There is no sickness that my God can cure, amen. I'm just going to have a say, amen. So that the hell can hear, and so that the devil hear as well. It's not a match for my God against my God. There's nothing, there's nothing I tell you. My God can kill diabetes. My God can kill cancer. My God can heal HIV. Somebody need to just go ahead and say it this morning, amen, that God is a healer, amen. I believe that, amen, with all of my heart and with all of my mind. Can I tell you, God can bring it out of the I believe that in Jesus' name that God is able. God is able. And so, faith is the key ingredient into 
having some things that are blocking and that is trying to stop and that is trying to hinder what God is trying to bring to pass in one's life. And what God is trying to perform. Make no, make no, have no doubt about it. God wants to perform a great work in our lives, in our families. God wants to do wonderful and marvelous things for those that will believe in Him. Amen. For those that will trust in Him. Amen. God wants to perform like never before. But you will find out that the devil will be who he is. Amen. And that is to try to stop. And that is to try to hinder where God is trying to take people. Amen. God wants to win people. Amen. Through your witness. Amen. God wants to win people in your job. Amen. God wants to win and he wants to do it through your life and through your testimony. Amen. But you will find out that the devil, he begins to rest with people. He begins to trouble their hearts and cause them to believe that they are good and cause them to believe that they are anything. Despite all that the, the, the Lord is doing for them. Amen. The enemy is able to confuse people and mix them up. And say, I know who I am. I know what I'm doing. I believe this word. I believe this prayer. And I'm just going to say, Devil, you are right. Everything that you say, and everything that you try to cause me to believe, you're trying to give me a dumb guy. I believe what the Lord is saying. And so you'll find out that they come to this fig tree. Now previously, the Bible says that Jesus came to the fig tree. And there were a whole bunch of leaves on this tree, but no figs. The Bible says that it was not the time for figs to be to be bared. But the Lord expected for something to be on that tree. He expected for there to be something that says, Amen, that there is potential here, Amen. Of figs. There should be shown some kind of evidence, Amen, that there is potential, Amen that figs will be brought forth or that fruit will be brought forth. And I'm going to tell you something, amen. If there's one thing that I want, amen, and God sees me, amen, I may not be where I need to be, amen. I may not be there just yet, amen. But when God sees me, I, I want God to look at my heart and there is potential, amen. I see some faith there, amen. I see some hope there, amen. The last thing I want, amen, for God to see and look at me and see that my heart is dark and black and that I have no faith 
and they are full of unbelief because that lets God know that I have to do for and He can use me, and God knows how God can use me. Because when God sees that there is no potential, He can't do nothing with it. Can't work with it. God can work with it. People think that they got to be at a certain place and at a certain level. Amen? Just show God that you're able to be worked with. That's your, just show God that I may not have a powerful power of life like everybody else. Amen? I may not be praying in the morning, but I'm getting up every morning, God, and I put up the effort, Lord. I'm not just saying that and saying, well, that ain't for me. No, that's for me. Lord, I'm I'm potential when God gets to a point where he says I got to move on to somebody else it's very scary but see God gives us time amen God gives us space but when God sees that a person really ain't concerned and a person really doesn't want it. Ain't nothing much I can do. And so they come to this tree that had no potential of bearing figs. And the Lord cursed it. And so they take their journey and they come back to this fig tree and they pass it. And Peter, the Bible says, he remembered that the Lord had cursed it. And he saw that how soon it didn't take time, it didn't take weeks and months, amen, immediately that thing withered away at the roots. And he brought it to his attention. He said, look, the, the fig tree that you cursed. And Jesus did not waste any time to teach us a very valuable lesson, Amen. To teach us about the power of faith, amen? amen? And how that it takes faith, amen, to be able to speak to the mountain, amen? And for first things first, let's get it clear. He said, listen, I want you to understand something. You must believe God. So I'm going to tell you something. We must believe God. Amen. We must believe everything that God is saying. Amen. The Bible tells us that the Lord. Amen. 
that without faith it is impossible to please him, amen. But that the person that comes to him must believe that he is, that he is what? That he is everything, amen. That he is wonderful, amen. That he is right, amen. That he is the almighty God, amen. And that there is nobody like him. I must believe, amen, that it begins with Jesus and it ends with Jesus, Can I tell you this must know where my help comes from. He said, believe God. Believe. Believe God. You'll find out that he goes on and says that if you would speak to the mountain, believing not doubting in your heart. He said, if you speak to the mountain, he said, whatever you ask, it would be done for you. Amen? Whatever it is, it would be done for you. You'll find out that the mountain, amen, in the Bible many times a mountain is talking about the highest peak or the highest level and so you'll find out that oftentimes the mountain is symbolizes something that is good it symbolizes victory amen you'll find out that the bible talks about mount zion amen the house of the lord amen and how that is on a high place amen but you'll find out that oftentimes a mountain amen could be it can be some it can symbolize an obstacle amen it can symbolize something like a barrier that is in the way of an individual amen and that is trying to stop and that's trying to hinder and that is trying to keep things from coming to pass that God has ordained in a person's life to be performed amen but I'll tell you this morning amen that though those mountains amen I must believe in Jesus the same and that whatever I say, whatever I proclaim, whatever I pray about, and if I am believing in my heart, not wavering, not doubting, I believe that whatever it is that I am asking for, I believe it's going to come to pass. I believe the mountain will be and I believe that I will begin to walk into my destiny. 
that God Moses has passed God has has raised up Joshua to take the children of Israel to the promised land he sends Joshua two spies in to spy the land and they come to the household of Rahab this woman and the lifestyle that she had chosen uh, wasn't the best. Amen. And you'll find out that sometimes the things that people yield themselves to and get themselves in. Amen. You'll find out that once they get into them. Amen. That it's not easy. Amen. To get out of it. You'll find out that it becomes a stronghold for a person. You find out that it becomes a hindrance for a person. As a person knows, amen, what is right, amen, they know exactly what they should be doing. They know what God's plan is. They know what God's word says. But sometimes when we yield to certain things, amen, that we think that we have control over. But once we have yielded ourselves to those things, it is quickly found out that we have no control, amen, that those things have control over us, amen. Those things are delaying us, amen. Those things are prevailing against us. When that thing comes to amen, I must yield to it. I must bow to it, amen. This morning, amen, people are bowing, amen, to it. Not because they want to, amen. It's because they can't control it, amen. This morning, people are bowing down to alcohol. And it's not because they want to. They love that it's set apart their family. They love that it's destroying their health. That thing has control of them. And it is an obstacle. It is something that's prevailing in their life. It is something that is keeping them, amen, from having the joy that they should have, from having the peace that they should have. It is keeping them out of God's will and God's purpose and praying for their life. And they know that it's destroying them, and they cannot do anything about it. This young lady, she had yielded herself to a lifestyle, amen, and she could not do anything about it, amen. She had just given in to it. That's what her life was supposed to be, amen. But you'll find out that this woman, amen, showed a real good faith, amen. Can I tell you something? All you got to do is show that you got a little bit of faith, amen. And Jesus will work with that, amen. Can I tell you that she said to her spouse, she said, we love She's declaring, amen, that we love that God has given you this land and that there is nothing we can do about it. She said that when the time comes, that we, I am asking and I am praying that because of the kindness that I have shown to you, will you remain in your family? Can I tell you, will your family be saved? 
your soul. And she started. She said, listen, God's giving you guys this land. And because I know that everything in the land is going to be destroyed. I'm praying that you spare me and my family. Somebody must know, amen, that this place is going to be destroyed. And it shall lead you into every day to fall down on your knees and begin to cry out to God and ask God to spare me and spare my family for the destruction that is coming. Can I tell you, in order to pray, you got to have faith in prayer. Amen? you got to have faith and love in what the Word of God is saying and the Word of God is telling us that this land is going to be destroyed. It's going to be destroyed by God. And I don't going to give you some instructions on what to do. How many know that if I want to be saved, amen, that there are some instructions that I must take. I must follow instructions. I must follow what God's word is saying. And those spies said, listen, we're going to give you this scarlet thread. He said, listen, you hang this thread out your window. And he said that when we come into the land, and when we begin to destroy the land, we will see that scarlet thread hanging out of your window. And we will know that that is you and your family. And we will spare your life. That's the vow. That's the covenant we're entering in now. If you don't have that scarlet thread hanging out of that window, you will be destroyed with everything else. Amen. Let me stop there and tell you that we still need the blood. We still need the blood of Jesus Christ. Can I tell you that the only thing that is going to spare us is the blood of Jesus? And there is only one way to get that blood. It is going down in the name of Jesus in word of baptism. Can I tell you that when a death angel came in the Bible says he destroyed every last one. All the Egyptians, but every Israelite house, they came through. He said, "The Lord, the 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 Lord
want to be spared. You've got to get the blood. Need the blood of Jesus to cover my life. This woman in her faith, her lifestyle, that can be such a hard thing to get past, can be something that a person struggles with and never overcomes. You'll find out that this woman's faith caused her and her family to be saved. But listen, that's not the end of the story, amen? That's not the end of it for her, amen? Because the next time you hear about this woman that once was a street walker, amen? That once was a prostitute, amen? That and say that's not a good woman, that she is not good for anything. The last time we hear about that woman, we hear about that woman being rich and rested in the genealogy of Jesus Christ, amen. Can I tell you what one faith will do for a person's life? a certain woman's house or he comes in the the area that she is living in a certain time of the year he would pass through the Bible says this woman I'm talking about faith amen and what it drives people to do and because of it people experience great miracles in their life you'll find out that this woman recognized she said that's a man of God she says, and he comes through here very often. She said, you know what we need to do? We need to expand this, this house, amen? We need, to, we need to add on a living quarters, amen? Now listen, let me tell you something. The difference between her and the demon man that expanded his bones to make it better, there's a great difference, amen? He expanded his room, amen? It had everything to do with him. And what he really, amen. He really loved stuff, amen. See, but she did it, amen. Not for herself, amen. But for the man of God, amen. Can I tell when you invest in his kingdom, 
She said, this is a man of God. And so let's build a living quarters for the man that when he comes in, in the city, that he can have a place to lay his head. He can have a bed that he can lay down on and get some rest. He can have a table, a chair, a desk to sit at where he can sit there and meditate on the things of God. The Bible says that she did this, her and her husband. And the time came that the prophet asked his servant, he said, listen, he said, what is it that this woman has need of? And the servant said, listen, listen, I'm going to tell you something. You just keep investing in God's plan, amen? And there's going to come a time when God is going to meet your need. God is going to minister to your need. You just keep investing, amen? You just keep investing in those prayers and faith, amen? You just keep on lifting up those hands, amen? And investing in that praise and worship and faith, amen? You must continue to be faithful to the house of God. And God is going to come through, amen? God is going to worship to your Lord, and God is going to turn things around for your good. The Bible says that the time came and the servant said, well, I notice she doesn't have a son. And the prophet said, listen, by this time next year, you will have a son. And the woman was like, listen, don't lie to me. Don't tell me something. If it's not going to come true, it would break my heart. Don't do that to me. And the prophet said, listen, this time next year, you're going to have a son. Write down the date. Write down the time that I said to you. It's going to happen. Amen. And don't you know that it came to pass that she had a son? And the Bible says that there came a time with this son. He came of a son age. And him and the father was out in the field working. And the son began to have horrible headaches. Amen. He began to grab his head. And the Bible says that by the time the father took him home and they laid him, he had died. The woman, the Bible says they went and they laid that boy on the bed that the prophet was sleep on. Amen. And the Bible says that woman, she made her journey. And the question was asked to her, is it Moves the mountain. 
her mountain is, her boys died. How do you hold it together? How can you even know where you're going facing such a, an obstacle, such a trial? She comes to the prophet's house where he's staying. It's asked to her again. It's, is everything fine? Yeah, it's well. I just got just to gotta talk to the man of God about some things. Can I tell you something? We need to talk to people that are going to give us some good godly advice. Some good godly counsel. Every, every counsel is not good counsel. Every advice is not good advice. And I'm sorry. I'm at a point in my life that I can't gamble. I can't take chances. I got to know for sure that this is what I need to be doing. I got to know for sure this is a decision that I need to be making. I know for sure this is who God has for me. I got to know some things. I can't, I can't debate. I can't, I can't gamble with it. Just that a point. Too much is hanging in the balance. Can't gamble with it. Well, I'm just hope I'm the best. You better get down on your knees and know that that's the best for you. You're not hoping for the best. You need to know it. So I need good godly counsel. I just need to talk to the man of God. She gets there. She's talking to the prophet. She said, I told you. Don't tell me that I would have a son just for things to end up bad. I told you. The prophet said, let's go. He gets there to her house, to that part where she had built for him that quarters. There laid that boy on that bed. The Bible says the prophet went in. The Bible says that he stretched his hands out on that boy's hands, the palm of his hands, his face to his face. The Bible says he began to pray to God. And the Bible says that breath entered into the body of that boy. And that boy was raised from the dead. Can I point out to you that just because of her faith, her initial faith in life, can I tell you something? That God performed two miracles in her life. Amen? Because she wasn't supposed to have a child. It was a miracle that she had one. Amen? Then it was a miracle that that boy was raised from the dead. Can I tell you something? I'm telling you that if you would believe God and if you would talk to God, Well, 
it is well. It is well. Amen. Can I tell you something? That's faith. Amen. That will turn things around for your good. That's the kind of faith, amen, that will cause the walls to come tumbling down, amen. Somebody's going to have a way in the life. I'm going to sing it on. I'm going to sing it on. going to come to pass that it's going to happen I'm praying for my family praying for my children praying for my spouse believe God hears that prayer not only do he hear that prayer believe, see picture him in your mind's eye God coming to you picture God holding together picture God coming to you picture seeing your babies find out that in the book of Zechariah find out that the Lord begins to speak of one that he would use to bring things to pass, amen for the good of his people and he began to talk about this individual and he began to Declare some things in, in Zechariah chapter 6. I want to say it is that where he begins to let us know, listen, that it is not by might, and that it's not by power, but it's by your spirit, saith the Lord. And then the question is asked He said, Who art thou, O mountain? that would be able to stand against my servant that I that my hand is upon that I'm going to use to accomplish my will for the good of my people. He said, Who art thou, O mountain? Somebody got to learn how to speak to the mountain. Amen. Somebody got to let the mountain know you're as big as you want to think that you want to proclaim. You're not that great. You're not that mighty. But my God is going to bring you down. My God is going to remove you. You're not all of that. 
Listen to what the Lord says. Thou shalt become a plain. God's going to bring that thing down. And he shall bring forth the headstone. Amen. Therefore, thereof, with shouting, amen, crying, grace, grace, to that mountain. You got to speak to what is trying to stop you. What is trying to hinder you. What is trying to destroy your faith. What is trying to keep, cause you to run and begin to hide and to begin to cower down. God don't have cowards. God didn't call us to be afraid. God didn't call us to be scared. God didn't call us to be timid. Amen. We got the name. Amen. We got the Holy Ghost. Amen. And can I tell you something? If I got faith in God, if I believe in God, and if my actions show that I believe in God, can I tell you that that nothing is lost for my God? All I gotta do is lift up my voice. All I gotta do is lift up my hands. He knows how to bring me through. Speak to it. Jesus said, if you would speak to it. If you will believe in God, if you have doubt in your heart, he said it would be done for you. It would be done for you. You'll find out that that man whose daughter, when he came to Jesus, was at the point of death. But by the time the father came to Jesus and began to tell Jesus what was going on back home. And Jesus had to listen. How many know 
that faith will always stop the Lord in his tracks. Faith will always stop Jesus dead in his tracks where he has to address it, where he has to perform. Amen. When Jesus hears you calling out and calling out and reaching out in faith, it don't matter what else he was doing. Amen. It's going to stop him. Amen. And he's going to tend to your need. And that's what happened. Amen. That father came to Jesus and Jesus was making his way back home. But the Bible says that there was a woman. Amen. That had suffered. Listen. She was bleeding for 12 long years. And she had went to many physicians. Amen. And every physician had promised her it was going get better. But the truth is it only got worse. Her issues only got worse. But the Bible says she was a special family. She heard about a man named Jesus. Amen. She heard about some people that Jesus walked by and they touched the hill of his heart and they were laid out. So she heard about a man and they were just grabbed hold of the hill of his garment. I shall of faith. Something that you had been dealing with for 12 years. Can you imagine what people have been dealing with for so long? As they have tried to find the answer. They've tried to solve the problem. They've tried to fix it on their own. And things only get worse. But this woman said, not another day. Not another week. Not another year, not another moment, but if I can get to that man named Jesus, if I can get to where Jesus is, I believe that I'm going to be made whole. And the Bible says that when she grabbed a hold of him, something left him and went out to her and went to her. Amen. He said, who's touched me? And they said, what are you talking about? Everybody that's around you, what do you mean who's touched me? He said, listen, somebody touched me. Can I tell you that just because there is a crowd doesn't mean that everybody's touching you. Everybody ain't touching you. Because they're not Jesus has addressed this woman. Listen to what he tells her. She's afraid. And he wants to know who's touched her. He says she's coming out. No doubt she's afraid. And she's trembling. 
And he tells her, there's no need for you to be afraid. Listen to what he tells her. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith has done it. And no, and by the time he is done dealing with her, Jairus come on, let's go. Let's keep, let's keep moving. The servant comes. Listen, your daughter's dead. Don't trouble the master any longer. And oftentimes, I stop and I think, can you imagine the emotions that flooded his heart? That he thought, that went through his mind. The fact that his daughter is now dead. No doubt he blamed this woman. Because if it weren't for her, Jesus would have been making his way to my house. And my daughter would have had a chance of living. So many emotions going on in his heart and his mind. Can I tell you something? Jesus knows the thoughts that we're having. He knows the emotions that is just chaotic. And that's why oftentimes when we come into the house of the Lord, God's got a word just for us. Because He knows what you're thinking. He knows what you've been thinking. He knows the thoughts that have roamed through your mind. He knows how the enemy has attacked and caused you to believe that it is hopeless. That there is no reason to keep going to church. There is no reason to keep praying. There is no reason to keep fasting. There is no reason to keep believing in God. You might as well do it yourself. He knows. Listen. And he has the right word for us. No doubt he knows what this man is feeling. After he's gotten the word that your daughter is dead, Jesus looks at him and says, Only believe. Only believe. I know it seems hopeless. I know it appears that all is lost. I know it looks like it's not going to get any better. But only believe. And he takes him, and they make their journey to his home. And this is the great thing that I love about Jesus. Jesus is always going to speak faith to the situation. There's not one negative bone in his body, amen? He can always speak positive. He gets there, and everybody's weeping. They've gone and hired the mourners that come and well. And they're going at it. They're going to town. And Jesus gets there. He says, what? What's all the fuss about? She's only asleep. She's only sleeping. And them in their unbelieving hearts. That's why you got to get unbelievers out of your life. You got to get doubters out of your life. You got to kick them out. Amen. You got to kick them daughters out because they ain't believing like you believe in. Amen. See, you're, you're chasing, you're pursuing Jesus. They ain't pursuing Jesus. 
And so you got to get the battles out of your life. And you got to do what Jesus did. He said, okay, go. You got to get out of here. I want all of y'all out of here. And all I want coming in is the past. Peter, James, and John. You gotta link yourself up with people, amen. Listen, they not only believe and have faith, but they see him do it time and time again, amen. I'm talking about people that have seen you go out to the mailbox, amen. And you don't know how the bill was gonna get taken care of. You don't know where it was coming from. You don't expect the check, amen. We don't know how it's gonna happen. the obstacle out of the way. We done seen him do this thing. And we know what's about to happen. This girl's about to get get resurrected. Amen. She's about to come up out of this building. And don't you know what he did was pray a prayer and laid his hands on that girl and spoke the word. How many know he knows how to speak the word? He knows how to speak the word. got up and he returned her to her parents on that day I'm talking about faith that moves the mountain she arose and she was 12 years old and they were astounded with a great astonishment can I tell you God knows how to blow our minds God knows how to cause your mouth to fall right open. He knows how to. That's why you got to remain committed to God. Amen. God will come through. God will provide. God will the obstacle If you just have some faith that says, I believe what God's word says. Can I tell you something? It was faith, amen, that caused his friends to break up that rooftop, amen, and let their friend down into that home where Jesus was. And the Bible says that Jesus saw their faith, amen, and because that day there was a Come on, son of God. This ain't for my God. This ain't for my God. Remain standing up for the Holy Ghost. 
There is nothing too hard for my God. What is in your way? What is standing in front of you? What has arisen, risen in your life? What trial, what test, what hardship, what mountain, what situation, what temptation, what problem has come against you? And the devil is trying to convince you to give in. The devil's trying to convince you to throw in the towel. The devil's trying to convince you that there's need, no need of praying. There's no way you can get out of this. Just give in to it. Just, just settle for how, is, how it is. Do you know that when that, that servant came to Jairus and he told him that your, your daughter is dead, don't trouble the master any longer. You know what I'm trying to get him to do? Settle for the way things were. God is not in the business of causing us to settle for things, especially when it's dysfunction, dysfunctional, chaotic, torn all apart. It's not God's will for us to settle for things being that way. It is God's will that things are changed and turned around for our good. Jesus said, only. Don't pay that no mind. Only believe. Only believe. That day, great miracle. It takes faith. To keep calling out to him and keep praying when you don't get an answer. That Syrophoenician woman came and she was asking him to heal her daughter that was back home struggling. Bad spirit. And she came to him. The Bible says that she told him what was going on, and not a word from him. But that didn't bother her. She kept praying. She didn't get up. She didn't leave. She didn't walk away. Do I have the faith to keep praying when my answer hasn't come? Do I have the faith to keep trusting when I'm still going through it? Do I have the faith to keep a praise on my lips and to keep my hands lifted when I've been dwindled down to literally nothing? I still got the faith pray and to believe until the mountain is moved. I want to have the kind of faith that moves mountains. When I say mountains, I'm talking about situations that appear to be big. 
for us. It appeared to be too, too strong and too powerful for us to overcome. But I'm telling you, we've got the name that is above every other land this morning. And I'm going to tell you something. I need to have the attitude that David had. He said, listen, you come to me with sword and spear. I'm going to tell you something. The devil only comes with, with carnal tactics, amen. But I got something that is greater and more powerful than this carnal tactics, amen. You come to me with sword and spear. But I'm not just coming to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. But I don't know what that name is this morning. And it's the name of Jesus, Let's lift up our hands. Let's come around the altar this morning. Somebody came this morning. Faith, amen. You come speaking to that mountain this morning. And you let that mountain know that Jesus is going to leave you. Jesus is going to bring you down. We will not die. We will not Turn around. Oh, with your power, oh, you're 